what is the safety act of Illinois that goes in effect in 2023? The queen of England is now passed on and they now have a king. So what does that mean for England and all of the territories that they have? We'll find that out today on this episode. I'm Layak, and this is Layak's When the Hammer Drops. Well, first and foremost, let's start off with the Safety Act of 2023. If we all remember back in 2020, after the George Floyd, all the Democrats were preaching, defund the police, defund the police, defund the police. And now as midterms are coming, have you noticed that they're all jumping on the bandwagon saying, no, we don't want to defund the police. But is that true? Well, let's get into it real quick. Because with that safety act, it sure does seem like it's tying the hands of many police officers and agencies all across Illinois and very quite possibly in states like California, New York, all your Democratic-run cities and states. So what does it mean for Illinois? Well, let's get into it real quick. (laughs) I'm sure you're going to love this. So basically what the Safety Act of 2023 that Pritzker signed in January 21, basically what that in a nutshell means is that no cash bail is gone. So if you get arrested, say, for burglary, um, uh, secondary murder, you're threatening somebody, uh, a whole slew of others, uh, pretty crazy ones, (laughs) you basically, they don't, they just set you free. You don't get held with, you know, until your next court date. You don't have to worry about bail. You don't have to worry about any of that. It's also essentially giving cartels free reign to do whatever the hell they want because, Guess what? They're not going to hold people in jail for that either, for selling drugs. And with the fentanyl crisis at an all-time high right now, especially with, you know, now you got your rainbow fentanyl that's coming over from the cartels. Well, I should say being delivered by the cartels, but supplied by China, the CCP. Now, now you can have, you know, your... Your um, accidental overdoses, for, you know, caused by that, that these people that were once held accountable are no longer going to be held accountable. They're basically going to get a slap on the wrist and like, eh, no big deal. And chances are because a lot of these DAs in these Democratic run states and cities are all backed by Soros. It's it's going to be crazy, folks. And by crazy, I mean, it. the police can't do essentially... They won't be able to do anything if somebody's on your property trespassing. Cops, all they can do is come give a ticket for an ordinance violation. That is it. And it's up to you to decide how extreme you're going to want to get to remove this person off your property. Just like somebody can take up residence if you have a shed in your backyard. They can just take up residence there and there's not a damn thing the police can do about it. That's how crazy it's going to get. Uh, You know, it's... This is their answer <laughs> to uh, let's not defund the police, you know. Um, 
but they're not going into depth on what what implications are actually, you know, what it's about. I mean, I don't know about you, but if somebody's in my backyard taking up residency, I'm going to remove them by any means necessary. Or if, you know, it also goes to the point where you can actually, for a public official, you can threaten them and all that stuff. And whereas before it was a federal offense and they would be held liable for it, now they're just going to be like, oh, yeah, no big deal. You can just go on your way, you know. I mean, I don't know about you, (laughs) but that's fucked up. Um, I'm actually looking. Okay, so this is stuff, non-detainable offenses in Illinois as of January 1st, 2023. So basically, you can aggravate a battery, aggravate DUI, uh, aggravated fleeing, arson, burglary, drug-induced homicides, intimidation, kidnapping, robbery, second-degree murder, threatening a public official, and much, much more that they're not going to do anything to you about. They're basically, you get arrested for that, you're going to be out that same day. What kind of message does this send to criminals? Criminals are going to run rapid all over these states. My recommendation for you, if you live in any Democratic-run city or state, I mean, Look at Chicago and how bad it is. Uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia is about to set a record for most homicides in the in the city's history. I mean, it's freaking crazy right now. It's not. And, and the messed up thing is, is it's there's no coverage of it like it was in 2020, just before the election. But it's the same concept that's happening in 2022. And I mean, if you think it's bad now, just wait. 2023, when this goes in effect for Illinois. And I'm sure other states have um, similar things that they um, similar laws that they're putting in enact in 2023. It's essentially bringing on. <laughs> it's if you haven't watched the purge, watch the purge because it's essentially that's what's happening. It's like I can go up to somebody, just punch them in the mouth, and I'm not gonna have to feel any repercussion for it or worry about it because I'm just gonna get a slap on the wrist, and be like, okay, yeah, we can't hold you. I mean, it's even as bad as if you're out on an ankle bracelet, right? And you take off. The police cannot pursue you for 48 hours. 48 hours. Do you know where you can be in 48 hours? If you're just driving in 48 hours, you can be in Alaska. Hell, you can be somewhere down in South America in 48 hours, depending on where you're at. That That's just crazy. You can be in a state or a country that they don't allow extradition. And therefore, you're just a free person, free and clear, no matter what you do. I mean, that's the kind of message that these Democrat politicians are sending to the people. And unfortunately, people are blinded and they don't want to realize what is actually going on. So they're just like, and they're just all happy, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to vote for this person because I don't like this person. Why don't you vote for people that are for you know, safety and America first. <laughs> but, you know, I can keep preaching that throughout my whole, this whole episode or any other episode and people just, eh, just kind of shrug it off. Like it's no big deal. So folks, my recommendation before 2023 is if you don't have a, you know, if you live in a state where you need a FOID card or something like that, like Illinois, before 2023, apply for your FOID card. You have it's now September, so you got a few months before that, and you should be able to get a response back. 
get your FOID card. And then after you get your FOID card, I would highly recommend going and purchasing an, <laughs> a gun with some ammunition and go for a concealed carry class. And when I say go for a concealed carry, I mean go to a place legitimate, not some Joe Schmo that offers it, to, you know, up like in, they're not a legitimate business. Don't go to those people. Go to a company where you're going to get the lessons that you need to learn how to operate, how to use that firearm, how to, you know, everything. And get your concealed carry that way. Go to legitimate companies. There's plenty of them out there. Check the Better Business Bureau and stuff like that to find a good class. Go to your local gun shop. They offer them as well. But do not go to somebody that just offers it willy-nilly. I don't, me personally, I would rather give my money to a company than somebody that you just don't know. Um, so with that, let's, that's pretty much all I got to say about this. More comes out as far as the new um, act that's going to be going in. Um, I will bring more of that to you as more comes available. Now, let's move on to the Queen of England. So, the Queen of England, uh, she passed, what, last week? So, now there's 12, now their Operation London Bridge, or whatever the hell they want to call it, um, 12 days of mourning for the Queen, and now King Charles uncontested, you know, which we knew that was going to happen. He is now the rightful ruler and monarch of England and its commonwealths. And the Commonwealths are, you know, Australia, Canada, um, Scotland, the UK, Northern Ireland, all that good shit. <laughs> um, you know, the Queen, she she did a lot of good um, over at, with her time, 70 years as the monarch of England. You know, got to give her that. Right? No. No, we don't. Because there's more to the Queen, and we're not going to get into that today. There's a lot more of the <laughs> who the queen actually was besides what they tell you what she was. But we're not going to get into that today. Um, what we are going to get into is the fact that Prince Andrew is no longer. Yeah, he's been stripped of titles and can't wear his dress up gear while, you know, mourning and all this stuff. But now because Prince Andrew was going through the whole Epstein thing and now. Prince Charles or King Charles is now in charge. I guarantee you not a damn thing's going to happen to Prince Andrew for, you know, being a pedophile. I mean, go figure, right? Just funny how that thing works. Now, you got King Charles in charge. And let me give you a little breakdown of King Charles. Um, from the research that I've done, I can tell you this. If you want to take a look at King Charles, who King Charles is, let's let's do a side by side with like who he would be if he was a an American politician. Okay, so King Charles, if he was an American politician, he would be exactly like AOC, Barry Sanders, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden. Go figure. That is. At least when the queen was there, they she was able to keep some of the, you know, the green agenda and 
the Schwab and all of his bullshit at bay. Now you have King Charles in there and I feel sorry for the UK. I feel sorry for England and all of their commonwealths because it, yeah, I mean, it's, it was already set in motion. You know, you look at Canada who is, you know, Trudeau, he, you know, he's a prime minister. (laughs) He's just, and he's destroying Canada as well as the prime minister in Australia is destroying Australia, you know, from within. So, I mean, really, how much did the queen have to do with that? You know, it's still out, you know, who knows? I'm going to continue doing more and more research on that to kind of, and I'll be able to bring that to you as more, as I do some more. Um, but I just want to give you my opinion on how I say things. And so far, what I found is basically um, the Kyle Schwab and the economic forum and the whole 2030 agenda is going to go very, very fast, especially over there, because now it's, you know, the one person that probably stood in the way is no longer there. And now Prince Charles or King Charles is pretty much going to let it happen. Um, just watch and see, you know. You know, they're so worried. And see, here's the thing. Okay, over in England, all right, the prime minister and, you know, the UK, they're more worried about going green, green energy, this and that, silos, blah, blah, blah. And guess what? One thing that Trump was right about, um, you depended on Russia for way too long for your, you know, for your oil, for your natural gas and stuff like that. And, ooh, what, what, what happened? You guys got shut off. They shut off the West for, <laughs> they shut down the pipeline, and now you guys are screwed. So, folks, what does that mean? Uh, well, that means is watch to see what happens in the UK over the next few months, um, particularly the first couple months, like the first quarter of the new year, and then wait a few months because then it's going to be here. Mark my words. It's just a matter of time before it all happens. They've really revved up the whole 2030 agenda. And the only thing that I think, and you know, I don't even have so much faith in it, but the only thing I can honestly think of that would actually help us is if we have a huge red wave of MAGA Republicans taking over the House and the Senate. I think that would be the only thing that's really going to help us. You know, we got to get rid of the rhinos and all that stuff, but... I don't even think with what's set in motion is really, truly going to help anyways, to be honest with you. Um, I think this is all just, they really revved it up. Um, Biden's policies are have destroyed um, any chance I think we really have, to be honest with you. Now, that brings me on to Biden. Oh, have you noticed Biden? Did you, he was all shaky at that Milwaukee, <laughs> Wisconsin rally. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, guy? Do you need more medicine or something? Do your handlers need to keep you in your basement in the dark a little bit longer? I mean, what's going on? Why is he being all angry and stuff? Well, I can tell you why he's doing what he's doing. He's trying to play off the emotions of the voter. Okay, and what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is he wants to entice anger. He wants to entice violence. That is is how they think they're going to win. So that's why you see Joe Biden all out against MAGA Republicans, call them enemies of the state. And then you have them at these rallies, like, 
all like shaky and stuff because he wants to he wants to play off the emotion. Don't buy it, folks. It's a bunch of bullshit. Because oh, <laughs> and if you think for one minute your college debt is going to actually be wiped away, think again. It's not going to happen. That's not going to pass. So that's another reason why he's doing this. He's trying to take the attention off of actually what's going on. And that's why he's doing what he's doing. Because he feels, you know, the Democrats feel if they do it this way, it's going to bolster their uh, coming into the midterms, you know, which I don't think it will. I mean, I know Fox News. I don't know what's going on with Fox News. But funny thing is, is with Fox News, like Trump called them out because they're really playing into the Democratic hand again, which they are. But the funny thing was that he said was that if CNN would go conservative, he would help them out. That's that's a little strange in my eyes. But, you know, let's see how that goes. I mean, because CNN has been far, far left for so long. And now with Trump saying that, it'd be kind of interesting to see what happens. And then, oh, <laughs> I'm not done with Biden yet, but I got to say this. Then you have Oz who's running for the Senate in, I believe it's Pennsylvania. Uh, he was asked a question. If if he was in the Senate, would he have voted to overturn the election? Like basically in Trump's favor. And he said no. Just days after Trump held a rally there and, you know, he's putting all this effort into, you know, Oz and the other Republican that's there. But then he also did say, you know, he's playing both sides because he, he said that to feed into the, the one way, you know, but he also said that he wouldn't have voted to impeach him. So Oz, Dr. Oz, for somebody that has not been a politician, sure as hell's acting like one. So he's gotten some, uh, some good pointers somewhere. So that that'll be interesting to see how that plays out as well. But as far as Biden goes, oh, has anybody? I, I posted this on um, our Facebook, the Facebook, and our Telegram. Has anybody seen the new Monkeypox uh, director or whatever? Um, boy, oh boy, they're not hiding this anymore, folks. This guy is wearing pentagrams. He is all. Up, it's all about the symbolism of the Satanic Church. And this is the man who is in charge of the monkeypox shit. I mean, they're not even hiding it anymore. I, I I don't even know what else to really say. I mean, this is this is kind of some um, really crazy times that we're having. So that's another funny one. <laughs> but I mean, Biden, he's uh, definitely he's changing his tune a little bit. He's now when he's out on these um his this this campaign trail for his fellow democrats in the midterms he's trying to um he's so proud of his accomplishments of um all of his policies that he passed and he's trying to basically live on that and promote that which is like what are you doing you think that the people aren't going to remember that it's your policies that are the reason why we have the highest inflation, our gas is at, at at the highest it's ever been. Now, don't let them fool you when it comes to gas that 
when they say that, oh, well, look at the gas prices. It's come down so much. Like in where I live, it was all the way up to like like five fifty a gallon, right? Now it's down to three forty nine. You know why it's coming down, folks? Is because people are not traveling like they were. That's why it's coming down. Not because they released a million barrels of the reserves. I mean, let's be honest. A million barrels in the reserve is like maybe a day's worth of gas for the whole United States. And the gas, the, the reserves that he's been releasing haven't been coming to us. He's been sending them overseas. Look it up. If you don't want to believe me, look it up. Do your own research. But he's been sending a whole chunk of that overseas. And I don't think he's actually released any more since. But the whole reason why gas is coming back down is because people aren't driving. It's because people didn't go on vacations this this summer because gas was so high. They had to make a choice between, well, do I get food or do I go on vacation? Do I buy clothes for my kids for school or do we go on vacation? And that's what it came down to. People aren't traveling. That's why gas prices are down. So don't let don't buy into that bullshit that oh gas prices are down because he's 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 lying to you. Okay, because it's not his doing that the gas prices are down. It's us for not doing shit. So, yeah. So he's trying to live off that, you know. So don't buy it because we all know it's a bunch of shit. But he's going to try and pull it because the stuff that he's been saying about the Republicans and Trump and trying to attack Trump... Again, he's trying to play off the emotion of the American voters, which we all know, no matter if you're Republican, Democrat, liberal, independent, uh, whatever, the key things that have bothered and plagued most of us are high gas, high inflation, supply chain issues, um, worried about food shortages coming, but these are all things that he will not really touch on. He'll just be like if again because gas prices he'll take a pat on the back for that you know because you know his inflation reduction act mind you he's having a big party for it and over there and you know at the white house because you know hey what better way to say i did a good job with than passing inflation reduction act which is essentially again taxing the hell out of us to pay for their spending. And now they're going to have their own little police and all that good stuff. And they're going to have a party about this. So remember that when you guys go vote exactly what they're doing, because you know, unless you're living underneath a rock or your head's in the sand still, I don't know what to tell you, but you need to like pull your head out of your ass and actually see what's happening. So, (laughs) you know, but I digress. Anywho, with that said, I think this is that's a great spot for me to end it today. Um, once again, comment, give the show a like, um, subscribe to the channel. I'll provide all the links for where available on all the major podcast platforms and video platforms. But I'm not doing videos so much right now. Um, I'm just don't have much time to work on that, edit that and do all this stuff. So, but definitely you can find the podcast and all the podcast platforms and I will provide all the links for all of our social media that you can go follow us on, like the pages and all that stuff. So I will see you guys 
hopefully Wednesday. If not Wednesday, I'll have another episode for you guys on Friday. But until the next show, you guys have a great week and we'll see you soon.